Hello, my friends. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Today, we're going to take a look at a few Scrum and Agile true or false questions. We've taken a look at some of these questions on this channel before. A few new ones baked in here. So let's get started. Very first one. T-shaped people supplement their expertise in one area with non-supporting but more developed skills in unassociated areas. Is this true or false? Three, two, one. The answer to that is false. If you read the definition in the Agile Practice Guide, you'll see that it is the opposite. It is supporting skills in associated areas. Here's your next question. Three categories of questions on an Agile radar chart as described by PMI are governance, revenues, and project. True or false? Three, two, one. Remember, if you need more time, hit the pause button and continue along. The answer to this is false. The correct answers are culture, project, and team. Next question. All the work necessary to achieve the product goal, including the sprint planning, daily scrum, sprint review, and sprint retrospective happen within sprints. The answer to this is true. I did show it by accident, so you get this one free. Buy 10, get one free. This one's free for you. The answer to that is true. Next question. Capacity should be factored at eight hours for team members. True or false? Three, two, one. The answer to this is false. When you're factoring in capacity, that needs to be less than your typical hours of eight per day. Instead, deduct two hours, base your estimate on six, and then continue deducting accordingly. But eight is not an ideal number to begin with. Talking about an eight-hour working day, you don't work 100% on the project. So factor in two hours for things not related to the project. Go with six. Subtract as needed. Next question. Daily scrums improve communication, identify impediments, promote quick decision-making, and consequently eliminate the need for other meetings. Is that true or false? Three, two, and one. The answer to that question is true. It's a direct lift from the world of Scrum. Next question. Developers and the product owner must channel all communications through the Scrum Master. True or false? Three, two, one. The answer to that question is false. You already know from the Agile Manifesto, business people and developers work together daily, right? Throughout the project, it didn't say business people and Scrum Master work together daily. No. So as the team works with business people, of course, you're going to communicate. All right. Next question. Developers often meet throughout the day for more detailed discussions about adapting or replanning the rest of the sprint's work. Is that true or false? Three, 
two and one. The answer to the question is of course true. You do understand that outside of the daily scrum, team members get together in pods or in pairs and they do work together. Next question. Each artifact contains a commitment to ensure it provides information that enhances transparency and focus against which progress can be measured. Is that true or false? Three, two, and one. The answer to this one, it's true. Each artifact, product backlog, sprint backlog, the PSI, they all contain a commitment to ensure it provides information that enhances transparency and focus against which progress can be measured. Next question. Epics are higher levels than features. Is that true or false? All right, three, two, and one. The answer to this question is true. Epics are indeed higher. So it starts off with the product, epic, features, story level. And beyond the story level, you could think about the task level. Some teams do, some teams don't. Next question. Every unfinished increment aspect is automatically added to the sprint backlog for the next sprint, true or false? Three, two, and one. The answer to this is false. Just because story A didn't get done in the last sprint, it does not mean we're doing it in the next sprint. Why? Because the product owner and the team, they work together on reprioritization based on value, based on risk, based on urgency and other parameters. So unfinished items need to be reassessed and then it will be decided what is done with such. Could they find their way into the sprint backlog for the next sprint? They could, but remember the next sprint is immediately after the current one. So to say, put it into a sprint backlog is premature because you haven't even had the sprint planning session. Next question, every user story must be approved, first be approved by the product owner before being added to the backlog, true or false? Three, two, and one. The answer to this question is false. User stories could be added by anyone at any time and they don't have to be approved before being added to the backlog. Instead, what the product owner does is decide when and if they are done, but it's not done before. And remember, the product owner works with the team, so that statement is pretty false. Next question. If a few aspects of a process deviate outside acceptable limits, the process being applied does not need to be adjusted. True or false? Three, two, one. The answer is false. The key word being outside acceptable limits. If it does, the Scrum Guide helps us understand something has to be done about it. All right, next one. If there are multiple Scrum teams working together on a product, 
they must mutually define and comply with the same definition of done. And that statement is true. And I, of course, have given you buy 13, get two free or something to that effect. Well, I hope you enjoyed this very quick review of true or false. There's still a number to go in this episode. If you're taking the PMP exam, I would like you to check out the free items I have for your exam. Go on down to pmradio.org. If you go on down to pmradio.org, you'll be able to subscribe to my podcast. You'll find links there. And uh, let's go there together. There's the podcast. If you scroll down, you'll see I have right now quite a number of episodes. I've lost count, probably approaching 40 at least, maybe more. But um, check them out. You can see I have a seven leadership up there. I have PMP exam business, performance booster, process, domain booster, and so many more. There's a ton ton of mp3s podcasts pretty much which you can download to your phone listen to on the go again it's all free it's a service to help you ace the exam i know many of you are looking to do this in 2021 and you absolutely can you just need to be intentional and i'm hoping that as you listen to these pmradio.org snippets this podcast i'm really hoping that it encourages you it motivates you it kind of keeps you on pace to be able to get the real thing done, the real exam. Okay, remember, if you're looking for training coaching beyond this, you can always go down to praision.com. That's P-R-A-I-Z-I-O-N.com. Wish you all the very best. You take care. Bye for now. Hey, don't forget to like and share with your buddies. Take care. When you talk about effectively managing a project, there are five groups of things. We call them process groups. And these five groups of things, they're happening all the time on every project. One, we call it initiating. Every project is initiated, should be initiated. Because if it's not initiated, we really don't see it as a project. If it's not authorized, we don't see it as a project. Every project should be planned. I'm guessing you've heard the saying, if we fail to plan, then we plan to fail. Every project has a sure way to fail, and that's to not plan. So planning is big. You plan all aspects, as many as you need to. Now, the next area is executed. This is where you carry out the plan. You've heard, execute the plan. Well, what they're saying is get the plan and just do it. Do the things in the plan. Next, we have the monitoring and controlling process group, which goes without saying. You put food into the oven, what are you going to do? You're going to check, right? You're going to monitor it. You're going to control it to make sure it doesn't burn. That's exactly what projects are. We monitor and control. As the work is proceeding, we're going to monitor schedule, cost, quality, risk. We're going to monitor all those areas and make sure if we need to change or adapt, we do. The final process group is closing. And this is where you are closing out either a phase within the project or the project as a whole. So this mindset of initiate, plan, execute, monitor and control and close, this mindset is used across industries and across project types. Whether you're using Agile, those things are happening in the background. Whether you're using waterfall methods, predictive methods, 
that is happening in the background. And that's the mindset as far as the process is concerned. So we have people, which I've spoken about. We have process, which I've spoken about. And you know what's next? Business. So when we talk about business from a project management perspective, the project manager should be someone who is able to navigate the business. The project manager needs to be able to combine the people piece, navigating political landmines in the company, right? Have a good grasp of process and understand the business environment that they're in. A lot of PMs, they get into project management expecting not to have to manage business. No, they quickly realize, I could be the CEO someday. And some of them actually do become the CEOs. And, you know, for example, one of my students was a director at the time and that project manager grew into VP level and then ultimately into the C level. And that student invited me to his firm to speak to his people now in the C-level, but a PMP. So when I say PMP, I mean project management professional. It's a certification that project managers take. But last of all, in the business environment, the project manager should be aware of project compliance. Because if your project is in non-compliance, could be in trouble, there could be penalties. So you want to make sure that you keep your eye on all manner of compliance issues, security, health and safety, regulatory. You want to determine if there are any threats and you want to act in a proactive fashion against those. You also want to evaluate and deliver those project benefits to the business. You want to make sure that those benefits were really identified, whatever the benefits could be. You want to make sure that the external business environment changes are accounted for in the list of things to do. In other words, tweak your plan according to what is happening in the external business environment or just the environment at large. And lastly, be quick to identify how change affects your project and how your project impacts change going on in the company. And that's what project managers do. Now, I can blow this out into several more hours But that will be taken away from the fun of meeting you in our next episodes. So I hope this spelled out to you what exactly project management is in a nutshell. If you've got any questions, do let me know. Drop me a comment below or just send in a message. You know, the website, pmradio.org. Reach out, ask your question. I'll be happy to answer. You take care and see you soon. Bye for now.